0: I'm maddie
1: and i'm ryan i guess and
0: this is the mutant <laughs> ages a show where we watch every adaptation of the x-men and we are watching the x-men anime and we have a very special guest <laughs> which is <laughs> emma frost aka todd harper and uh todd you're here by request you're here I I... by your own request
2: I asked him I asked him The Peter voice From the holiday special Hey, laddie Can I Can I be on that episode Because they're talking About Emma Frost We don't want to talk About Emma Frost Yeah,
0: she's here That's fair
2: That literally happened That is the truth I am not
1: this lying anybody This is the last show We get to talk about Emma Frost Until X-Men 97 So, I mean We may as well Enjoy it while she's here
0: That's true Back when we were young Weeks before
1: tv show it doesn't have emma frost it has a bunch of made-up characters but the lead character in that is clearly supposed to be emma frost so i mean we may as well just call her emma frost right
0: i guess i don't remember legion at all is it yeah. though well no
2: <laughs> like she's blonde and a woman and she wears, but I feel and like she wears all is... white and she's
1: kind of a bitch i mean it tracks Hmm. is she a telepath i don't remember what her powers are i don't remember much about that show <laughs> It was very confusing to be honest with you. I just remember Audrey Plaza dancing a lot, and that's what I was there for.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I remember that, and I remember Legion himself, Xavier's Kiddo. That's all I really remember about that show. I don't I honestly don't remember any of the other characters. It's like
1: okay, meanwhile, the gifted, I barely remember at all. I like these fucking Fox films, I can't keep up. But that's not what to talking about today. This is
2: such a the dog from up situation. Ryan sees a blonde wearing white and is like, I don't <laughs> EMMO! I mean... Emma. True
1: I'm like that When I'm walking around Outside too And I see somebody Wearing all white And she's blonde I'm like That's Emma Frost
0: Hi That's Emma It's like Scott Carrying around The Polaroid picture Of Jean And like walking around New York City Screaming Jean At random women That's you But with Emma It's like the gay version Of
1: that The woman is our, the, Whoever it is Is always like My name's not Emma I don't know who you are And I'm like mm-hmm. It's okay Emma You don't need to Disguise yourself
0: Emma you're Emma Oh <laughs> Oh my goodness. and that's how
2: we learned that ryan is a serial killer great show everybody
0: no he's just a fanboy
1: wait i like how that would be the reason that tells you not my obsession with slasher fakes no <laughs>
0: not the mr sinister obsession or the skulls hanging around his room or the
1: resident evil oh my god there's actually a lot of skulls in my house like legit not real skulls like pictures of skulls do
2: real do real serial killers keep skulls though i don't, I don't think know they do. no they don't they do refer to women by names that aren't their real names though, in a like a petting their hair kind of way. I mean, so like between those two things. One of my best friends has like a bunch
1: of like animal skulls in his house. He's definitely not a serial killer and he doesn't like killing animals. He just thinks they're cool, you know, like
0: Well that I mean I don't think a taxidermist is a serial killer, but regardless, can we talk about this TV? I mean, show? if you're watching Titan
1: Season Four, they might be, so be careful.
0: Okay. <laughs> Previously on the X Men, we're watching the X Men anime. We've we oh, watched wow. two episodes. So we haven't far, done
1: previously on the X Men in like the last two episodes. I just realized that. Well,
0: we couldn't have done it for the first. There episode There wasn't Ryan.
2: any previously ex-
1: on the
0: first episode. <laughs> right. The
2: second episode, we didn't
1: do
0: it. No, but not that much happened
2: previously on the X Men of the first episode. Twenty seconds of silence.
0: Okay, so welcome to the.
2: Oh, I would have just come up with something. I would have like written my own fan fiction about what was
1: happening in that universe.
0: Honestly, that the first episode starts in the middle of the action, so we actually could have tried to put together a previously on the X-Men with, like, the Phoenix Saga.
1: Yeah, and Xavier does reference there being, like, an X-Force in other teams, and he's like, they've all disbanded because they hate me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so actually there is a relevant previously on the X-Men here, which is to say, Gene, as far as we know, is dead after dark phoenixing out, Uh, no thanks to the Hellfire Club, which is called the inner circle on this show. That is the action that this show starts with. And then a year passes which is relevant because a lot of shit happens in that intermediary year that we're gonna hear about on this week's episode. One of the things that happens is Scott stands around in a junkyard by himself the entire time looking (sighs) at a mysterious pendant that Jean left behind. And uh, Logan, I'm actually not sure what Logan does for the entire year. I know Hank works for a college. Um, he's a professor.
1: Logan's just busy hooking up at the bar. That's always
2: Logan's MO. I
0: wonder if the X-Force stuff happens with Logan then. They
2: really didn't do anything with him, did they? Yeah. He just showed up to judge Scott. Like, they didn't show what he had been doing before I just th-
0: thought it was interesting because in this episode, Emma makes fun of them all for being on vacation, quote unquote, for the whole year. Okay, but, but like, were they? Also... It's Logan.
1: We know where he was. He was at a bar, and then he was going out in the woods and screaming, and then having Weapon X flashbacks, and then getting attacked by one of his 55 X Running into Sabertooth. Finding a new person that he's going to date during this time that he's away from the X-Men. Then they break up so she can come back
2: and haunt him later. Yeah, he's I on mean, vacation. <laughs> wow, previous X-Men animated stuff has traumatized you so severely,
0: hasn't it's it? It's just endless what? Weapon X flashbacks I <laughs> love and Logan,
2: again. but the Weapon X shit is like... You have have a very definite opinion of what Logan was doing I mean, <laughs> okay,
1: I love Logan. He's a great character. I clearly date him in our comic book series, but those Weapon X flashbacks, man, like, I, I mean, I'm also riddled with trauma, but, like, go to a fucking therapist, dude. Like, I don't know. There aren't
2: any. There aren't any in the show, though.
0: There aren't. There's just Xavier. Well,
2: Emma's here now.
0: And Emma, who, I don't <laughs> know if Emma's interested in therapizing any of these characters. She's fed up with them. Immediately upon seeing them all. Well,
1: that's because they which is fun. They walk in. They're like Emma. Why were you controlling Jean? We're gonna kill you. And Emma's like, I wasn't even fucking there. Like, I don't know what your your problem is. And then I like later on.
2: Time out. Can we mention that Emma and Hisako got found in like these fucked up Star Trek? Sleeper pod yeah. things <laughs> in the U men's basement. Yeah.
0: So this show, the central villain is the U-Men, which are cyborgs Slash that mastermind. are kidnapping mutants. They're located in Japan, by the way, so the X-Men have had to go all the way to Japan to investigate the situation. And the U Men have have various mutants that they've kidnapped in these I mean, I've been referring to them as coffins, but technically they're they're oh. Star Trek pods or whatever.
2: That's
1: fuck. funny. You said coffins. I said like Snow White glass cases
0: They kind of are like that But they're also a lot like the pod from Alien No I think that that's more accurate. Ripley gets into at the end of Alien 1 And then wakes up in later
1: Are you saying Sigourney like Weaver gets into yes. a pod And she comes out later and she turns it to Emma Frost Like she was supposed to be in X-Men 3
0: <laughs> I mean she does wear white at the end of that movie And according to you that's all it takes <laughs>
2: <laughs> And she's been blonde that's yep. true. It's she has true. Been
0: blonde. Emma. Also, on last week's episode, I thought that Scott was the only person who recognized Emma in the pod, but actually, it turns out all the X Men recognize Emma. They in the all pod. do. They all know her from when she was in the inner circle a year ago, and Scott knows her or thinks he does because he saw her in the sky floating around behind Jean right before Jean died. So he thinks that Emma used her telepathic powers to kill Jean. Question mark. I. It's not entirely clear, but that's what he tries to explain to his buddies at the outset of this episode.
2: Because uh, Logan ends up saying that, yes. right? Is that he Scott? It Scott is just Scott. like, I don't know what she did. She. And then Logan's (laughs) just like, okay, but what you actually mean is she fucking killed Jean. Yeah. Right?
0: That's the very first conversation that they have. They're all standing around watching Emma sleep. (laughs) (laughs) It's an X-Men show, folks. We know what we're watching.
1: It looks like Mr. Sinister's lair, but it is not.
0: Mm -hmm. We talked about that a lot last week. Okay.
1: (laughs) Uh, They're not watching her sleep. They're watching. They're all looking at Emma's tits because they are like. They're
0: out. They're proud. I mean.
1: I, I noticed their tits. This time, I'm gay as shit. You finally noticed notice the
0: huge tits on okay. the characters, well, and it was Emma. They were
1: at least sixty percent of this first screenshot of her was like mostly her tits. Okay, can you guys describe what she is wearing? Because this business entire is insane. It's so anime.
2: She has a boob window, but then they put like two diagonal straps yeah through the boob window. she has window. shoulder yeah. windows
0: on top of the boob window she has a couple of shoulder windows yes. and then
2: on top of the boob window she has an open scooped shoulder her boobs are so yep, it so kind so of looks like she's wearing a cut out of an orange Listen, slice her tits are so <laughs> big
1: that i'm worried that she's like having back issues
0: she's gonna spill out <laughs> like,
1: <laughs>
2: she's gonna someone's gonna lose an eye
0: it's great
1: I mean, she hasn't even got diamond yet Oh man.
0: Can she? Yes. I had that question a lot in this episode. Next episode. Okay.
1: Okay, it's clear. Okay, first of all, it's clear that's what's happening at the end of this episode where she dive bombs in front of a laser and it cuts away.
0: Okay, but there were some moments (laughs) in this week's episode where she should have gone diamond and simply chose not to. But she didn't have her powers right away.
2: I'm sitting here going, okay. I'm going to go ahead and. It happens at the start of next episode, but don't spoil it. You should let them come to that conclusion (laughs) organically. Ryan's like, oh no, beginning of next episode. I remember like the
1: first four episodes of. This show because I know what happens with Emma in the first in this episode, the next episode. And then that's that I think that's as far as I got or I watched. I mean, we talked about this. I was not in a good place when this anime came out. I feel like mm-hmm. 90% of the time we talk about shows on here. I'm like, just so you know, I wasn't in a good place. <laughs> <But it's> like-
0: <laughs> yeah, for our entire lives we weren't in a good place. <laughs> I mean,
1: I mean, it's questionable when I am in a good place. Maybe that just doesn't exist. I don't know.
2: Anyway. okay. <laughs> For um, you watch-alongs at home, just when we get to the end of the episode, pretend that Emma gets vaporized and feel real sad.
0: She's gonna die. Oh, wait, just kidding.
2: Okay, no, she already did that.
1: Wolverine and the X-Men, she already disintegrated <laughs> into a thousand shards.
2: How many times can we kill Emma on this episode? Okay, so
1: anyway, here we go. They're all looking at Emma's tits, and Storms, like, points out that Emma Frost is one of the four leaders of the Hellfire Club. I refuse to call it the fucking inter- Circle Mm -hmm. because this is anime. I don't know why they didn't say the Hellfire Club because they're swearing up and down a fucking stream
2: here on this show. (laughs) I don't think that's the reason they don't say Hellfire Club for the record. I legitimately don't think that's it.
0: What do you think it is, Todd?
2: I have no idea what it is, (laughs) but I don't think it's because. I don't think it's because they're avoiding the word. (laughs) Well, it made, it made sense to avoid the word hell on, like...
0: A children's show. Wolverine yeah.
2: and the X-Men, right. But, like, there's no reason for them to avoid it here. So I don't... I think they're just being... Who fucking knows? It's Marvel. They're weird rules.
0: Maybe they're sticking with what people are already familiar with from previous shows and being like, well, people are already used to it being called the Inner Circle, so let's just keep calling it that. Because calling it the Hellfire Club now will confuse people.
1: Okay, well this isn't what it was then i mean maybe it was but i said could be a copyright issue i don't know the only way i think that is because fucking stranger things has taken over that title so now if even in the x-men universe if it comes to the mcu they still can't call it the hellfire club because fucking stranger things basically owns that now right it's not like there's no, no way no, they own it, you, it they because can't, it's though. been in
0: the comic books for decades yeah, that's true so. well,
2: and it's and it's real like, that's the other thing. Oh, like, is there, there an was actual a Hellfire secret Hellfire society Club. called the Hellfire Club? Like, an Club? actual historical Hellfire Club exists. What? I
0: didn't know that.
2: <laughs> and even if it didn't, the people who made it up are the people who wrote the Avengers show in Britain back in the 60s.
0: Well, we do know that this that the Hellfire Club in the comics is based on the Avengers TV show. It's based on that.
1: Yeah. yeah. And at some point, the three of us will watch that episode and do a Patreon up on it. I
0: didn't know it was called the same thing in real life. I didn't though. know that either. It's just called the Hellfire Club. They didn't even bother to change that.
1: Do they also dress in a huge Victorian garb? In like, well,
0: yes, we knew that because okay. that's in the Avengers episode. That was the part they took.
1: No, I'm talking about like in real life. I
0: don't know. Todd's apparently an expert. (laughs) Todd's like, I've been there. (laughs) An
2: expert? Oh my God. I have like a Wikipedia entry level knowledge of this shit, which is to say it existed. (laughs) There you go.
0: Honestly, didn't know it existed. Thought it was just made up for the Avengers Didn't have any idea it was based on a real Secret society Long story
2: short, you can't copyright like shit That was just right. a thing I, like- I mean, You can't
0: copyright like the Freemasons <laughs> My theory
1: is wrong, I just I don't know, okay, so and
0: No, it's fair, I mean copyright has certainly affected Many other things in the MCU and Fox films
1: That's true, I, I who the fuck knows Maybe they're afraid that the devil is going to come out I, I
2: have no idea <laughs>
0: Warren Ellis was like, guys, we can't say Hellfire or the the devil's going to come out. The devil's going to yeah. show up. Like it's fucking
2: Beetlejuice. <laughs> you say, say hellfire, 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 Hellfire. <laughs> then like
0: here, Celine
2: like... appears behind you. <laughs> oh
0: the my voice God. I just did
2: for the devil was crazy,
1: by the way. Yeah, the voice was like
0: Pluggy on acid. I don't know why that was the devil. Don't
1: say his name because the pluggy will show up. All right, so Logan is standing there and he goes why is she here playing Sleeping Beauty with the U-Men? I, like, I liked Logan. that line,
0: actually. Scott,
1: like, immediately starts having fucking flashbacks to Jean again. Yeah, like, because he's like,
0: I know who Emma is. And Logan, this is the line where Logan is like, can you spell out exactly what the fuck you're talking <laughs> yeah, about here? he's just screaming in the corner.
1: <laughs> I like that the show makes Logan the stable one. What the hell? It is funny. <laughs>
0: I, he's not that stable in this episode because he's about to try to kill Emma. But before we get to that... no.
1: And also his hair is wild
0: Yeah, his hair is totally related to his mental state um, So Scott is like That day when we lost her, Emma Frost was there And Logan is like, what? And Scott's like, she was right there behind Jean And she wasn't there to help Okay,
1: wait, this is so funny Because then Aurora steps over she's like Wait a second, we were all there and that makes no sense And like, no, that makes total sense And Aurora's like, that's literally not what happened At all Like, what are you even yeah. saying? <laughs>
0: Yeah, Aurora's like, don't be ridiculous. We know what happened. Jean took her own life. She sacrificed herself for us. And Logan's like, who's to say this chick didn't put that idea in her head. She's a telepath, right? And then like pops his claws and is ready to stab Emma like to death instantly before she's even awake yet. And Scott grabs Logan's wrist and is like, wait. We came here to find a missing girl, not to avenge Gene.
1: It's a very gay scene. They're holding each other's wrists. <laughs> he grabs Scott by his collar and is like about to make out with them. I was like, what is happening? Well,
0: yeah, they're the X-Men. And
2: this this is when Hank steps in and is like, also, she's unarmed and asleep. What the fuck is wrong with you two? <laughs> okay,
1: I <laughs> love this. And then Aurora says something along the lines like, why bother finding out if she's guilty? That might just complicate things. Good Lord, you're just as bad as the monsters we're fighting against. I really love Storm on the show kind of a lot. Yeah,
0: she's pretty great. Aurora
2: is so... Done. It's nice. Like she- <laughs> I
0: like
2: it. It's like... <laughs> she, I hate, I, for the people at home, I have been telling these two that it is driving me crazy that she's voiced by Shondi from Saints Row.
0: Yeah, which I don't, I'm not familiar enough with to care, but I'm sorry for you, Todd. She kind of is
2: acting like Shondi from Saints Row and it's really distressing because like the the bit where she's like, oh yeah, why find out she's guilty? That's just not fucking weird at all, right? Like that's such a Shondi move. I mean... Anyhow, I don't know. <laughs> sorry to the people who we've played Saints Row and will now be unable to stop hearing it. My bad.
0: Uh, so then we get a black screen because we're being transported into Emma Frost's POV and she wakes up and sees all the X-Men sitting around her and is like, oh my goodness, it's the X-Men. And then we zoom way the fuck out because we see the U-Men at their control room underground watching all of this on a screen. And this is, this is the episode where we finally find out that this character's name is Kick, by the way. I was very grateful grateful for that
1: i was grateful for that because they still haven't named sublime yet like they are just taking i think their he time. said his
0: name once i don't think they have but yeah yet. they sure don't tell you anybody's name but anyway this cyborg guy is named kick
1: i'm he's not from the comic books right
0: kick yeah no idea i know sublime is
1: well i know sublime is too uh, no, it looks like it's just for this Oh, I know why he's named Kick
0: He has a kickstand like a bicycle, that's no, why No,
1: this whole, this whole show is like borrowing from uh Grant Morrison's run mm-hmm. With armor and everything And uh, Joss Whedon's run And that's when Kick, the mutant drug, was in So oh. they're, just, they're just borrowing oh. the name from that time period That's why his name is Kick
0: But that has nothing to do with his powers It doesn't,
1: it doesn't. <laughs> But it, that's the reference that's happening
0: okay fine so Kick has no bottom half of his body because Logan s- took it we find that out later but I'm just you know helping the listeners envision what he looks like and uh, he's he's in like this mech suit he's a Borg he's kind of a borg yeah he's a cyborg org and a cyborg he's jenova yeah, yeah kinda.
1: a little bit that's actually a really like good he's literally
0: just half a body
2: hanging there with like wires and the big metal head thing it's, it's like or anyway anyway uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> so kick interrupts the video that they're watching and is like how long are we gonna sit here these organs are ready to harvest if we're gonna attack we need to do it now and sublime is like don't be so impatient kick after all it's not every day we get the x-men delivering themselves to our doorstep Let's not waste the opportunity. Keep collecting your data. Which, this is funny, by the way, The Kick says, how much data do we, do we actually need? Because they've been, quote-unquote, collecting data on the X-Men for three episodes straight now, and it <laughs> is starting to get really funny. Like, every single time they fight the X-Men, they're like, that was more data we collected on them. And it's like, how much do you need in order yeah, to defeat the X-Men? left? <laughs> yeah. And Sublime is like, we need to know the full extent of their powers. You don't want any nasty surprises, do you? After all, the last time we faced Wolverine, you ended up half a man. And Kick is just like, sure, fuck you, whatever. And that's how the scene ends. Yeah,
2: okay, we'll go with your plan. Thanks for bringing up my biggest trauma, (laughs) dick.
0: Yeah, Jesus. (laughs) Sublime and Kick clearly kind of hate each other, but they're fun characters. There are so few characters on this show. The few that we have may as well be fun and snipe at each other like this. Uh, so we go back to the X-Men gathered around Emma Frost again.
1: I So this is insane to me because like Scott just told them that Emma was there during the gene thing and logan has fully gone on board of being on scott's side he's like yeah, yeah. you are definitely there emma and i want to know why you were trying to fucking kill gene <laughs> why you were controlling her and i was like dude logan why did you take it to 11 and like two because seconds?
2: he's dumb <laughs> like, you've said it on this show That's like true. fifty thousand times big loving
1: dude not a lot of brain cells in there
0: it does also seem like he likes scott a lot more than he would ever let on because <laughs> he clearly trusts him intimately
1: Okay. Okay, they're clearly fucking on this show. I mean, it's like even more obvious than previous adaptions of these two. Like, they really... Well,
0: whenever Gene is dead, their whole thing becomes so much more tragic.
1: I'm telling you, it would be so much more interesting if canonically they dated during that time period where Gene was dead, just because they were so fucking depressed about it.
0: I mean, I would say all three of them are a thruple now, and that is canonical, so they may as well have dated then. That
1: is actually true. Well, anyway, so they're attacking Emma, and I love Emma, who's just like, I literally have no idea what the... The fuck you're even talking about i don't know what you saw <sighs> but it wasn't me like yeah back the fuck off bro
0: <laughs> yeah and she says she's not in the inner circle anymore i loved i loved
2: you x people weren't even on my radar yeah like yeah glasses <laughs> flipped down yeah, she right? like start there a little guitar riff plays. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, she's ready to just rip into the X-Men for the remainder of this episode, which is pretty great.
0: It is pretty fun. Um, <laughs> So she says she's not in the inner circle anymore, and Logan is like, what? And Emma looks at Scott when she's like, you're hopelessly out of touch, aren't you? Which is like, <sighs> she's already negging him <laughs> for some reason. And Scott is like, I'm not crazy. I saw you there right before Jean died. And Emma's like, yeah, that wasn't me, bitch. I don't <laughs> know you. And I was up there And Aurora's like, why should we believe you? You were part of the inner circle, and for all we know, you might still be lying to us. Okay, that's the and most uh, that is yeah, the it's only totally rational.
1: Rational comment that's come out of any of them at this point.
0: And Emma's like, believe whatever you want. You have me confused with someone who gives a damn, which, wow, we're swearing. Oh my goodness. But not hellfire. The devil's gonna come out. <laughs> Beast is like <laughs> Beast is like, what made you quit the inner circle, if I may ask? And like, just the fact that he phrases it politely is enough for Emma to be like, thank you, Mr. McCoy, for being polite to me. I will talk (laughs) only to you. I will speak only to you and I will be ignoring everyone else. (laughs) thank you very much. <laughs> like Aurora was like, Oh my God, answer the question. And she's like, anyways, Dr. McCoy, I just heard a fly buzzing in my ear, but that, I don't know what that was, but I was a very different person back when I joined the, the inner circle. I was like so So I was really going through some things then, and it was, like, (sighs) a thousand years ago. And, like, in the background, Logan's like, it was a year ago. Okay. And she's like, anyways, I just couldn't be what Mastermind wanted me to be, so I left. (laughs) And, And Scott is like, yeah, according to you, so you have nothing to hide, right? And then Emma sees that Hisako is in one of these pods. And stands up and is like, "Oh my God, it's Sasako. And Scott puts his hand to his visor and is like, "I'll fucking kill you if you move." <laughs> and that was like, "Okay, Jesus, all right." <laughs> um, and then we get kind of a little cut where there's like a new scene and Aurora is like waking up Sasako and is like, "You know, are you okay?" I
1: think there was like a commercial break yeah, there, but like, like we just that. don't know what that's like. Well, they
0: don't quite make it clear when that happens on this show. And then Hisako looks around and sees Emma and immediately runs to her and is like, oh my God, Emma, and hugs her. And Emma's like, oh, I've got you. You'll be okay. You just overslept a little.
2: Oh my God, I just raised my hand. Not like you two can see it. I was like, oh, I want to interject something. I should raise my hand. Oh my God.
0: What's up, Tom? You could do
1: that in the chat next time. Put a little emoji in the chat <laughs> box. Like...
0: I'm not going to see that. Don't do that. Just talk. <laughs>
2: just me screaming.
0: Hey, bitch, I have a question. It's actually more of
2: a comment. Go on. When this was on Netflix, it had the Japanese audio. So I watched the Japanese audio. Which
0: has a different plot, I believe.
2: Some of the dialogue is different, right? And for the record, like, the subtitles for the Japanese audio version on Netflix are just the script for the dub.
0: Mm. Interesting.
2: So if you're watching the dub, then, like, you're not technically losing anything unless you could speak enough Japanese to understand what it is they were saying. And, like... There were a couple instances where somebody would say a sentence and I'm like, oh, that's not at all what the subtitles
0: just said. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but the thing yeah. that I noticed that's relevant about this scene is that when in Japanese, when Hisako talks to everyone else, she's very kind of like typically standard Japanese polite, right? Where she'll add an honorific like at the formal. end of someone's name. Yeah. Right. Like she'll say, mm-hmm. you know, Cyclops san, beast son, whatever. Right. When she right. talks to Emma, she just says Emma. Mm -hmm. Like she doesn't say Amazon or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Because talking to somebody using their first name with like no honorific at all in Japanese is very intimate. Mm-hmm. Construction-wise, I just thought that was an interesting little factoid. That like, yeah, I like it. That. Is. It makes a difference that Hisako talks so polite to everyone else, and she's Emma, and she's just like, "Oh my god, girl, hey!"
0: <laughs> like that's, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. like
2: the, the the seriously traumatized. I was just sleeping for a thousand years while they harvested my organs, kind of thing. But like, yeah, you uh-huh. know.
0: <laughs> and then the background beast is like, "It would appear you two know each other," <laughs> 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 and Emma's like, "Yes." You see, as more and more mutants began manifesting in the area, Hisako's parents decided it was time to call in someone to help her with her special gifts. They asked me to be her tutor.
1: Her titter? Aurora, <laughs> i
0: <I'm ignoring laughs> Aurora's like, but she only showed her powers once when she was very young. And Emma's like, true, but as we all know, they were likely to emerge once Hisako hit puberty. Her parents didn't want to sit by and wait for her powers to reemerge. They wanted to make sure she was prepared, especially with all the mutants that have gone missing around here recently. And then Emma looks at Scott for some reason. And she's like, of course, they tried calling the Xavier Institute, but it was shut down. Apparently, you're all too busy dealing with your own problems. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the reason, the X-Men weren't available. And eventually they found me.
2: I love like, OK, so she's not
0: wrong. Like no, we were
2: dealing with her. But I love that this accusation <laughs> of like, how dare you not be sitting by the phone? waiting waiting for their phone call from every mutant that wants to attend your school in the world. You thankless Mm -hmm. bitches. Like she's so (laughs) she's so angry. And for once they kind of don't deserve it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, but also she then gives us a little bit of Emma Frost backstory here where she's like years ago, I'd been the headmistress of a mutant Academy, which clearly they didn't know about any of this for her life. After I left the inner circle, I went back to it. I enjoyed teaching the next generation to harness their powers. I was tutoring a remarkable boy in South America, which, by the way, I don't know who this kid is. Is he a mutant that we know or no? No. Because they show him, like, making a tornado really quick. No, it does not on matter. On a beach somewhere. It
1: does not matter. Okay. It's just a random tornado water boy. He never
2: comes back again. Okay. so That was
0: my main question. Um, And so then... She describes having long distance lessons with Hisako. So they like use Skype to talk to each other, but also telepathy sometimes. Yeah. And uh, we see cute little flashback of the two of them talking. And Emma's like, I'm going to come to Japan and meet you. And Hisako's like, yay, I can't wait. But by the time Emma gets there, Hisako was already kidnapped. And uh, she investigates this area to try to find her. She mentions the fact that it's a telepathic dead zone and the X-Men back that up. And uh, this part is funny. Emma gets kidnapped by the U-Men, but basically reveals that she just lets them... Kidnap her because she's like, Well, I wanted to know where Hisako was. Oh,
1: I didn't realize that's what was happening. Well, because
0: she describes getting kidnapped by the U men. Yeah. And then Scott goes, I'm sorry, Miss Frost, but it's a little hard for me to believe that a person like you could be taken by the U men. And I wrote, Same, Scott, same. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, They were cyborgs, so I couldn't exactly use my telepathy on them, could I? Besides, I thought if they captured me, they could lead me to Hisako. This was the part where I was like, does she not have diamond powers on this show? Because couldn't she have used that to prevent them from injecting her with whatever inhibits her powers?
1: No, she has to evolve into them. She doesn't have them yet. Oh. It's a
2: whole it's a whole thing. So in
0: the next episode, it's the very first time she ever uses yeah. them. Or has them. Yeah. That's exciting.
2: It is exciting. There's a whole second there's a whole plot about secondary mutations that kicks off with Emma discovering her diamond but she has one. yeah okay. yeah at That's the beginning cool. of the next episode so sorry for the spoiler but at least it's only like for next week i
1: mean it's like, it's not that big of a spoiler i mean again it's playing from grant morrison's run where he introduced secondary mutations uh, and emma was well, like one of the first mutants to really showcase
2: Have that one? yeah and promotional promotional stuff for this show Shows Emma. In her diamond form. Actually, no, even the opening credits show yeah, Emma. Yeah, isn't it in her like her when she's like formed, floating okay? above
1: everybody in front of the moon? <laughs> yeah, and then she, she What
2: is it with you people of the moat? I mean,
0: it's not <laughs> us, it's show. Ooh, it the show! It
2: does not nearly show up as Listen, often as you people Todd, say it does
1: I have a tattoo of the moon on my neck the moon's with me at all times
0: wow okay <laughs> well I don't have that uh, I'm not nearly anime enough for that
1: okay so anyway Emma said hi guys I'm here I hate you all and Hisako is like cool <laughs>
0: so logan says you've got a tidy little answer for everything don't you and emma's like someone had to try and find hisako no one else was where were you the vaunted x-men were all the way on vacation grabbing a little me time yeah. <laughs> just it, as a side comment hisako like quietly to emma's like emma who, who are, are these people, people? Like, who the <laughs> fuck like, really are these funny?
2: people <laughs>
0: but like before
1: she could answer we get this excellent horror shot of all the human back in their little like horror cave and yeah. sublime is busy like jerking off to mutant genomes and i was like What's-? yeah
0: he's like we need all the genomes we need them all. <laughs> not mr and sinister is, like in the background being like this is boring <laughs>
1: <laughs> <If> he- <laughs> this is like the third show i've watched or no not the third show this might be the first show on top of two movies we just watched where i'm like why wasn't this just mr sinister but okay
0: well because they hate mutants too much that's to true be mr. Sinister. mr sinister
1: is obsessed with being a mutant you're right okay mm-hmm. so anyway uh, Logan goes. They go back to them, and Logan, and Scott are like, "We still don't believe Emma at <laughs> yeah. all."
0: And and Logan is like, "I'm just pissed off. They didn't let me skewer you before we had to listen to all that, which I did laugh at."
1: Then Storm <laughs> is like, "Uh, so anyway, guys, it's been a while since we were attacked. Maybe we should be worried about that." And like on cue. Oh my God thousand robots drop from
0: the ceiling it's so
1: fucking the animation is so good they're like they're hanging from the ceiling upside down and like creepily like crawl yeah, off creepy. the walls and start clanking towards them man anime animation is so much fun <laughs> like they just get this and then they're like okay the x-men just start attacking i just want to talk about this because this is probably the coolest fucking part of the whole episode is that beast decides to jump in first and like these human cyborg people he rips out their like metal vocal cords with his bare teeth and I was like Damn, that is so fucking intense, dude. Why yeah. have we never seen Beast be this fucking cool ever?
2: Hank is pretty metal on this right? show, actually. He's pretty cool. It's surprising. I
0: liked what he did in the other fight scene, too, but we'll get to that. Yeah. He's, he's very useful in both fight scenes in this episode, but he's pretty badass all around. Yeah,
1: I was here for it.
0: Scott also manages to use his eye beams in this scene. Oh, and then we get Ryan's favorite part, which is just <laughs> randomly the X-Mansion. And
2: Xavier, Xavier is like,
0: trying to call the... Him and he's like, Hello, I'm still on this show. Why isn't anybody paying attention to me? I'm here Hello? Here too. Hello,
1: where is everyone? And then it goes back, it doesn't matter anymore. Ah, that was a scene. Why
0: is that there? <laughs> why is that there? He's like, Why can't I reach you guys? And it's like, There's a telepathic dead zone. Stop trying to call,
1: it's not gonna work. <laughs> They're like, I'll do this. And meanwhile, Emma's hiding with Hisako, and Hisako's like crying. And I was like, No, you need to open your eyes and see this. And I was like, Why does she have to do this? But whatever. Yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> also, Aurora is in the side room with Emma and Hisako because Aurora's out of MP. Like, <laughs> Beast says that.
1: What is, I mean, Todd, you, there's an explanation for that, apparently. There
2: is an explanation, but it's, it doesn't come for a while. Oh, okay. okay. But it, well, it is, it, right okay. Right now it's okay. Maddie and I had this <laughs> discussion in Slack. Like, it sucks that Aurora doesn't get to do as much on the show as she could. Is it because she's, like, not outside? No, it has, it has nothing to do with Aurora specifically. It's something that applies to that whole, it's related to the reason that it's also a telepathic dead zone.
0: So it's like everyone has oh. some type of power dampening scenario. Yeah, so it's okay. like it's not, them sing-
2: it's not them singling out Aurora. She's just also affected by this thing that will get explained in a few episodes.
1: Oh, okay. Honestly, I'm glad to know that because it totally makes it so it's not about Aurora. And it means that she is super pumped. I like that. She explains why she could take out that fucking pirate ship
2: earlier. Easy peasy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, right? yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we were, Maddie and I were talking about this in Slack. Like, it sucks. They could have, they could have done this, like, dampening her powers down and still, instead of making it, she's just like, ah,
0: I need a nap.
2: Right, but <laughs> Yeah, like,
0: it's also weird because it's like, if that's the case, then shouldn't Aurora be like, why am I so tired? Like, they should have more foreshadowing here where she's like, this doesn't make sense. She
2: does say that at one
0: point. Well, not in this episode.
1: Kick says something where he's like, you're running out of energy aren't you and you you don't want
2: to say that and storm's like fuck
0: yeah but i
2: really should have watched episode two to review have they had the scene where she and hank go off on a snowmobile or a truck or whatever yes
0: yeah. that's an episode two
2: i thought she said something like that like god why am i so tired like she actually does say something she eventually.
0: doesn't in that episode beast notes that she's tired and she looks tired but she doesn't say what she doesn't say is something like this is unusual yeah this yeah. is yeah.
2: weird i don't get it yeah
0: yeah, that's the part that I'm saying is missing. But
2: she might have just been trying to, like, rationalize it away, right? She's just right. like, I don't know, maybe I'm jet-lagged. It's weird. <laughs> but yeah, they do. Yeah. I love the idea that Storm is just like, I can't use my powers. My body still thinks it's on Eastern time. <laughs> like-
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um, Regardless, Aurora is with Hisako and Emma, and you're right. Emma's like, "Open your eyes, Hisako. You can't hide from it anymore." Which I think Emma's just trying to get Hisako to use her powers.
1: Well, in this moment, at this moment in time, neither of them have their powers.
0: Well. Hizako doesn't yet. Emma has some powers. They're just not useful in this scenario. No,
1: but now they're both like dumbed down by anti-mutant juice. The
2: drug that they gave him, because Emma mentions oh, it later.
0: right. You're right. Because later, you're right. We haven't yet gotten to the scene where Emma's like, oh the, the thing just wore off I'm good now
2: <laughs> the drug is conveniently wearing off I can give you plot details again <laughs>
0: you're right I forgot that at that beginning it's like
1: somebody like shot her with a round of actually no I was gonna say somebody shot her with a round of vodka but that would probably make Emma Frost stronger oh, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> or just give her fewer inhibitions which is hard to imagine because she already doesn't give a fuck <laughs>
2: it was green that's clearly a mojito like they <laughs> right into her face yeah,
0: yeah. it's minty minty fresh <laughs> So then we go back to Xavier, who this confirmed the big round room is back, folks. Yeah. He's yeah. in Cerebro. It's big. It's round. It's a room.
1: We get another shot of him going into Cerebro and he zooms into Japan. But then he sees that little boy crying again from the first episode. Yeah. And there's a woman walking away. And Xavier's like, who is that boy? Could I have something to do with Yui. And I'm like, who the fuck
0: is that? Who? And yeah, I looked this up because I Yui? wanted to know. I want
2: to know who Yui was. Shadowing. Yeah, so
0: I'm going to spoil this for the listener. Yui is Yui Sasaki of the Sasaki Institute. I won't say anything more because I didn't look up anything else, but okay. at least that's one connection that I appreciated knowing. She's
2: come up, right? Didn't Hisako's parents mention her when the X-Men showed up? I
0: think they mentioned the Sasaki Institute, but I don't think they mentioned Yui Sasaki. Yeah,
2: okay. Well now that makes more sense to me. It's like who the
1: fuck is Yui? Like, I mean I know it's anime and they'll explain it eventually. Yeah. I was just like, why also
0: like who Who is the little boy? I just wanted to say all the stuff with the little boy reminds me of the portrayal of Mastermind in what is it, X2? Yeah where that happened. I was having the same
2: reaction to that. I felt the same way. So I'm not I'm not gonna say anything other than this. The little boy (laughs) is like not some Dream sequence creation shit. Right. He okay. is he and Yui are actual plot points that will come up later.
0: Okay. So he's not mastermind. Yeah. Or is okay, he? Okay, but like I'm i Or believe is that he. The anime is really good at like
1: actually <laughs> Yeah,
0: I like it. I'm enjoying it. The foreshadowing.
2: Yeah. I, I thought that was I thought it was a cool detail actually because I think the writers wanted you to do exactly what you did, which mm-hmm. is to hear all of Xavier's dialogue and go, Who the fuck are you talking about? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because remember this wouldn't have you couldn't have binged this when it came out, right? Like, they'd have been hooking you. And for, I couldn't have
0: Googled it. Yeah. It wouldn't have been available anywhere. Cause I mean, yeah, it was you couldn't have looked out. it up.
2: You'd have just have to go, like, who's Yui? Like, what are you yeah. fucking talking about? I just
0: looked it up for fun. But then I didn't keep looking. So then we go back to the X Men again. Yep. And Beast takes note of the weirdness of the situation by saying, it's almost as if these cyborgs were more interested in analyzing us than fighting us. And Logan's like, who cares? <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> and just like tears open a wall. Look at like it's been 15 seconds since I cut something and then he cuts open the wall for (laughs) no good (laughs) reason
2: and Aurora's just like dude
0: what the fuck (laughs) she says feel better now and Logan's (sighs) like I got tired of looking for an exit so I made my own which also very funny I enjoy this writing for them um, we go back to the control room with the U-Men again, and the computer's like, the X-Men are getting away, guys. <laughs> and Sublime is like, I guess that's bad. I don't know. And, like, Kick just, like, rolls away in the background like, quietly. to go contact the X-Men and kill them, which is really funny. I love the idea
2: that the guy in the, like, fucking 10-foot-high wall, wall cyborg yes. thing <laughs> thinks like, that he can just be like, I left some stuff in the dryer. I'll be right back and sneak <laughs> out. Like, and it's he, like, the whole wall moves away with him. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Sublime is just like, wait, shit. I didn't get all the data I wanted. And
2: it's like, <laughs> how much
0: fucking data do you need, bro? <laughs> it's pretty funny. He loves data.
2: I don't know how long Logan's dick is yet. <laughs> Oh my yeah, God! He's
0: trying to get so much well, data. I mean, they
1: do have a comment later where Logan does make a mention of his dick, basically, but that's in a couple minutes. First, wow,
0: I missed that. Well, first, well, <laughs> it's not
1: direct, but Emma is first. Of one. course, it's
0: that right now. Emma is so like now. Emma is like, oh, the the drugs are wearing off. Yeah, I, I'm suddenly able to use my telepathic powers and sense like a weird half cyborg man showing up. <laughs> <laughs> and she like addresses the rest of the group. She first says that first bit just to Sako, and then she kind of addresses everybody else and is like hey, they're analyzing us. They're evaluating our powers. Seems kind of bad. And Scott just completely ignores this and keeps walking, which I thought was funny also.
2: Even worse is that he turns and looks at her for like two seconds. Yes. And then just turns around and keeps going. Yes, because he (laughs) fucking
0: hates her. It's good. It's good animation to just like show where he's at mentally. So then we get to this fucking weird ass room where there's like this stone pallet underneath a red spotlight and, like, it's a huge room, which, like, I don't know why. And Hasaka's like, what is this? And Beast is like, it appears to be an operating room of some kind or a laboratory.
1: They're all laboratories. I
0: know. It's like every <sighs> room in here is a laboratory. Everywhere
1: we've gone, it's been a laboratory.
2: Birena, I forget what this building is. It used to be an old school. Right,
0: yeah, or an old hospital or something. They are
1: quite literally in like a Persona 5 dungeon, that's where they're at. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's the best way to describe it. (laughs) It's
0: a little Weapon X y, so I feel like it makes sense that Logan is very freaked out by this room and is like, I don't like this shit. Now
1: that I said Persona 5 and Weapon X, those two things together, like Weapon X as a JRPG, probably would work really well with all the fucking drama.
0: Uh, two things I don't want to interact with, so you can enjoy that one. Um, (laughs) no thanks. (laughs) just a big no thanks for me on that one <laughs> so beast walks over to all these huge tanks of like green goo and he's like what are these and then kick shows up <laughs> which it's very funny for kick to show up anywhere because he's like 10 stories tall i and, like, know
1: and he's like rolling around like the fucking walls from the whiz
0: yeah. it's hilarious that he
2: he thinks he's stealthy and i'm annoyed yes. that it works <laughs> yeah
0: and I feel like this is one of the few complaints i have where it's never clear how big he is but i feel like maybe that's part of what makes him scary is that like I mean,
1: he turns into a transformer in a second so he's like some decepticon level crazy shit that's about to happen so
0: yeah it's just his arms his big metal arm things are yeah. always a different length and different size according to what's scariest for the moment right and
1: it's kind of hard to parse as a viewer but he does pop in he's like I'm keeping the organs of the really powerful mutants here.
2: Ah! (laughs) Okay, so this voice actor, I found out, (laughs) is the guy who plays Kefka in every... Which Final is Fantasy perfect. game Where Kefka has a voice That makes and sense And he actually sounds Exactly like the way He plays Kefka Which is Also
0: makes sense <laughs> Also yeah, makes sense right. Well I
2: mean he In the like The Dissidia games The fighting games Which is most of the Most of the games Where Kefka has an English voice Right mm-hmm. He plays him very much Like Mark Hamill's Joker
0: mm-hmm, Which mm-hmm. is fair Yeah Kefka's a, a Creepy clown guy I,
2: I thought it worked It was a surprisingly Weirdly effective Voice yeah. choice for him and plus, I love I that like whenever it. he opens his mouth really wide to cackle, you realize that his mouth is like a, a, a Bluetooth speaker. Like, I don't know what's going on yeah. in that, but that's funny. I
0: like that, I too. Think cool it's like he, he effect, doesn't though. have a voice box. He has like this uh, weird speaker inside his mouth. So it's like all these little dots as opposed to teeth.
1: Yeah, well, they're cyborgs. So they could anything works. I thought that was cool, too. Yeah, almost
0: everything in in his body is uh, not human, but he must have some kind of brain if Emma's able to read it.
1: I mean, at least he doesn't have an iPod in him, like the dude in Hi-Fi. Whatever. What's the game I'm playing now? Hi-Fi Funk? Whatever.
0: Hi-Fi Rush?
1: (laughs) Yes, the game that just dropped. The dude in that, he also is a cyborg, but he accidentally gets melded with his own
2: iPod, (laughs) so that's playing at all times. That
0: sounds great, though. Then he can just listen to music all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm
2: like, hmm, I kind of wish my my mutant power could be hearing my background music whenever yeah, I. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would actually be really cool, mutant power. Yeah,
1: right. I mean, like th- then we really would have our own soundtracks at all time. Um, well it's different though because in the game like it also controls the world around him so everything in the world moves to the beat of his iPod which is great
0: <laughs> yeah that sounds cool anyway so Logan is like what's up kick miss your lower half <laughs> and kick laughs maniacally at that <laughs> that's what I am saying
1: <laughs> that's what I was saying what's your what's up kick miss your dick
0: <laughs> oh fair enough and Isaku
1: is like oh no and she runs to Emma and like shoves her face like straight between Emma's tits Yeah. and she's like I can hide in here they can't find me and she just like crawls on in and and she could hide her whole body in there.
0: I mean, it works. <laughs>
2: Thank you for the image of like Hisako just Crawling slowly being absorbed by Emma's tits.
0: <laughs> it's like Homer disappearing into the bush, <laughs> but it's Hisako disappearing into Emma's tits.
1: Uh, oh my god, I love it. Emma's tits is her third mutation, her
2: third mutant power. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so then Kick <laughs> reaches out with his huge claw hand and grabs Cyclops and Logan is like, Hey you can't attack my boyfriend and like runs over and stabs him, but then immediately gets electrocuted and like trapped in this electromagnetic field, yeah. like swirling around in the air. And kick is just laughing at him, like rotating Logan on like a microwave tray. Logan is
1: also <laughs> being sexually magnetized. Cause he's like, yes. his legs and his arms are stretched apart and he's moaning and like thrusting. And I was like, Logan cannot get captured without it being erotic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: Kick is really kind of, he's kind of harsh to Scott. Like he literally he puts him in the wall. Well, he did that with beast too. Well,
0: beast gets away.
2: Yeah. He just like, he just he like just dragon punches beast or whatever. Yeah. But like, he's actively
1: holding yeah. Scott in place. Also, Kick has like
2: multiple arms at this
1: point, so that's like mm-hmm. the whole thing that's happening. This metal. is when
0: he's become the Decepticon that Ryan right. described, where he just has so many arms <laughs> of so many lengths and types that it is impossible to fathom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Cyclops is being pressed against the wall by this metal arm, and Kick explains why he's doing this. He's, first of all, he's attacked Logan with the electromagnet because his adamantium skeleton makes that easier for whatever reason. I
1: like how he's explaining this to them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's doing the villain monologue and he's like, also Cyclops' visor is useless if he can't reach it. I have to admit, Sublime's data is really paying off. And it's like, okay, is
1: it? It's like, we are playing a video game where the villain
2: is telling you like how to defeat the villain during his monologue. I love that Sublime was like, we have to keep collecting data and the (laughs) quote- data they've collected (laughs) is Scott has eyes. And Logan has metal bones.
0: Yeah, like, that's the data. It's like, Scott has a visor. He has
2: no data on Hank. He's just like, you're a cat, I guess? I don't know. Punch. Right? Like, that's pretty much it. Okay, hilariously, yeah. Todd, in the X-Men comics
1: right now, Mr. Sinister has spliced Cyclops' genes with a cat, so there's like a Psycat that's running around Mr. Sinister's lab, <laughs> and it's like a cat what? with a what? visor Why? on its face. Why? I don't know. Why? It's I don't, there's also oh a turtle. My. There's a turtle, and there's a cat, and, like, Mr. Sinister will say something, and they'll respond to him and I'm like I don't know
0: what's happening sounds perfect to me so this is this is the moment where Storm powers up with some electricity and Kick is like who do you think you're kidding weather girl we both know you don't have enough strength left to power a light bulb and Storm kind of gasps like how did he know and then like (laughs) turns off the lightning bolts again and it's like wait what so she just stands there for the rest of the fight yeah and Kick is like time to rip out Hisako's
1: organs and Emma's like I don't know what to do it's like everybody kind of stands there for a minute being like, we didn't know what's happening. Well, Beast
0: fucking sneaks around the back and hops over to Cyclops oh, and like how flips his visor on. Okay. Yes. So Beast hops over onto Cyclops' back while he's, like, pinned to the wall and is like, Okay, Scott, open your eyes! (laughs) And Scott's eye beams just destroy everything. everything. And Kick starts melting and screaming like the Wicked Witch of the West.
1: Yep. And then
0: Aurora goes to Emma and Hisako and is like, All right, you two, let's get the fuck out of here. And then Kick just, like, reappears again and is like, I don't think so! (laughs) And Emma's like, If you want her, you'll have to go through me. And Kick's like, Okay. I mean, basically, we just... Need to get to the moment where armor finally appears and manifests Hisako's armor powers, that is. She right. becomes her superhero self. Yeah. And she leaps in front of Emma and has this like awesome pink sparkly armor that she wears.
1: Okay, and also what is really cool is that it transforms. So now it turns into like this kaiju armor. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah, it
0: gets bigger and bigger, which is really cool. And Hisako's like, stay away from her. I won't let you hurt her. And like punches, kick a bunch of times and explodes him. I love
1: that she punches, kick so hard that he literally just explodes and dies.
0: (laughs) He doesn't die, unfortunately, because he's going to show up again at the end of the episode. But I did think maybe he was dead. Oh, wait, you're right. He
1: does wander up, but then he dies again. So whatever. He Uh, has to
0: die three separate times. Right. So then we're like,
1: cool. End of the episode. We wrapped up. We beat the guy. No, we have to spend like another five minutes of armor, like losing complete (laughs) control of her armor and turning into an actual kaiju. Like that's the next scene.
0: Yeah. Like at first it's like Logan and, and Aurora being like, oh my God, that's really cool. Hisako's powers are neat. And Emma's like, it's a suit of armor. She's still learning how to control it. Yeah, and then Hisako is like, it turns into like this screaming
1: horror situation. Like she's She's like
0: screaming. Why is she in pain from this? It's not entirely clear, but it's terrifying. She's
1: screaming. Why does it hurt so much? I can't see anything. How do I turn it off? And everyone's like, Yep. Uh, what's Uh, uh... happening? Emma's (laughs) like, uh, so she's never used this much power before. And Logan runs over. He's like, just pretend you're on a bike and use your brakes and fucking arbor screams that's not helping which is that's so not helpful <laughs> it's
0: like <laughs> i thought that was really cute though that he was like uh, okay so this is how i do it i just have like a metaphor of like a bike that i'm riding okay and Blugan, she's like i, did I don't they not even have you? bikes when you
1: were born
2: i don't even know <laughs> it is like like i i it's so weird because like it's a very funny bit but they put the very funny bit in the middle of a scene that is some serious horror <laughs> show shit. And I'm like, guys.
0: <laughs> I kind of like that what? about this show though. What like, going on? There's a lot of like, horrifying things happening and Logan is in the background like saying something hilarious. And it's just like, I don't know why this is happening. So then Scott runs in while also having yet another PTSD attack of like seeing Gene. Gene the just last like, time floating he saw. Around, I know. I mean, I think there is a, a parallel here with the previous episode we we watched which todd you'll probably remember as i described this where like the kid that was kidnapped is transformed into a kaiju but he dies and that's when scott also sees gene at the same time
1: i should we should probably specify that it's like not the kaiju that armor is where it's her armor. It was like an actual...
2: No, it's kind
0: of like a different kaiju that he becomes. It was
2: like some Resident Evil shit. And they mercy killed him in episode two, yes, right? Yes,
0: yes, yes, exactly. Which is, which is kind of like what happened with Jean, where as far as we know, she sacrificed herself in order to protect everyone from her becoming more and more monstrous and inhuman. And in this version of reality, to have Scott once again sort of seeing Jean superimposed over Hisako, it's very sad because it's like, well, hopefully we're not going to mercy kill this kid as well.
2: Nah, she's in the credits. And
0: that doesn't happen in part because... Emma shows up to save the day, right? And Emma appears on the astral plane. Is sort of how I interpreted Uh, this: is that she's inside Hisako's head, and there's like this calm music playing. And she's
1: like, "Yeah, Emma walks on. She's got her meditation mix playing in the background. (laughs) Yeah, totally is. She's like, she gets
0: just like, okay, let's take
2: a deep cleansing. Yeah,
1: she's burning the the tea tree oil in the background. Yeah,
0: she's got like the little rake over the sand. Everything. (laughs) It's like the calm app advertisement is playing. (laughs)
2: We're gonna spend 20 minutes in the plane tending this bonsai. (laughs) I think the connection for Scott, though, and when Scott goes full magical girl speech here, right? The I think the connection for him is that he's like, "Oh, Jean had to kill herself because she couldn't control her powers." Yes, right. Because the thing he ends up saying to Hisako. Is you control your powers, your powers don't control you.
0: Yeah, it's him trying to say different things that could fix the situation that he already couldn't fix uh, with Gene. And then couldn't fix with this kid like an hour ago. And he's like, okay, here's my third try.
2: (laughs) Uh." (laughs) This will definitely work this
1: time. And it
0: still doesn't.
1: Does it even help? Because I feel like it's Emma who ends up just being like I think
0: it
2: sets Emma up. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I think it
0: doesn't hurt. Because
2: they, they do the anime thing, like where he gets too close and Hisako's like, I can't control it, and then like Falcon punches him <laughs> through a wall. I
1: thought it was just like Scott talking in the background and nobody listening to him, which is the like, way <laughs> I interpreted that. It's
0: just like Scott's in the background, like, believe in yourself and Emma's like, Okay. I
1: We go full on Kingdom Hearts, where she just appears like on, on the water with Hisako, and it's like, when you walk away and she She's like, just believe in yourself, <laughs> Hasako. And Hasako's like, okay. And that, like, works. That <laughs> works.
0: Scott, Scott and
2: Emma are actually saying pretty similar stuff. Well, mm-hmm. true. Like, they're both kind of saying, like, you you can do it. Like, Scott says you can do it, like, 55,000 fucking times. Yeah. He's like, you can do it. You can control it, right? Like, uh, you know, you can do it. I believe in you. But, like, I guess it works, well, she Emma, knows Emma more she and is Emma. a telepath yeah, as right. well.
0: So I feel like those two things help Hisako ultimately trust. Like this person I love and know is telling me this. So I'm going to be able to listen to them in a way that this random man that I don't fucking know and who I find kind of scary, honestly, is like screaming at me (laughs) that I'm.
2: We skipped over a line earlier where when Hisako asks Emma, she's like, who the fuck are these? Yes. Emma's response is, oh, they look scary, but they're here to help. Right, like she she vouches for the X-Men. She
0: kind of does, but then well, she says they're not going to hurt you anyway, you. implying that the X-Men right. could hurt her, Emma, which I think encourages Isako to continue to not trust the X-Men. It's just <laughs> yeah. another little bitchy thing Emma does. But also,
2: like, Logan was going to kill her while oh, she was unconscious in Emma's bed in like, less than 10 minutes ago, so <laughs> valid.
0: I know. I know. It's totally valid. You
2: know that Emma read that thought in Hank's head and was like, ugh.
0: Well, even though her powers didn't work, (laughs) she didn't need her powers to read that thought. (laughs) She was like, you guys are going to kill me and I can just help. Um, But all this to say, Emma basically helps Hisako through this mentally.
1: Yeah, she gets inside her brain and also when she comes out, um, she does these breathing exercises with her.
0: Yeah, Hisako takes a deep breath, which is, it's nice. And now we see like back in reality, Hisako's human again and Emma like has a hand on her shoulder and Emma's like the first lesson is the hardest and you passed well done and Hisako's like really and Emma's like most people never manage it i'm so proud of you and it's very cute and then in the background logan's like okay i'm man enough to admit it i was wrong about her i don't think she killed gene maybe you didn't see what you thought you did psych whatever I, you saw with Jean, it wasn't her and aurora and beast are both like yeah that seems about right and scott is like "Wow, well, well, no, i no. don't agree she's
2: back and it was like all right scott
0: <laughs> it's funny though <huh? laughs>
2: I, it is really hilarious that they give all yes. three of them that line in the row. Like Logan said, I love that. I'm man enough to admit it. Me too. I, I love Logan's it. just like, yeah, I don't think she did it. <laughs> Rose like, no, it really doesn't seem like she did. And <laughs> Hank is like, yeah, I think I'm forced to agree. And Scott's like, yeah, well, fuck all you yeah. people
0: scout is like she's a telepath and she can be controlling all of your brains to make you think that it was dunking everybody's just all like long. jesus christ
2: <laughs> doesn't aurora literally roll her eyes at him i can't remember
0: i think she does if she doesn't she does <laughs> in spirit and that's the only thing that matters
2: spiritually she does yeah, yeah. she's just like uh so
0: then we get a quick shot of another scene of sublime in a spaceship Escaping, uh,
1: yeah, he's getting onto like one of the helicopters from Mega Man X. That's kind of what it yeah. looks like, like one of those hornicopters.
0: He's like annoyed that Kick ruined everything. And I'm like, did Kick really do anything wrong there? Like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, it didn't seem like you guys had tactics at all.
0: Yeah, it kind of seemed like you were yeah. still collecting data, and the X Men were about to get away. So <laughs> I don't really know what the plan was. On
2: the other hand, Sublime doesn't, he seems more annoyed that they're losing like the building. Yeah. Than he does about. <laughs> He's kick.
0: like, what the fucking building <laughs> got destroyed because of kick attacking the X-Men. That's annoying. There goes our sublet. Yeah. There goes our
2: security deposit. The
1: building got destroyed because kick moved the fucking wall to move around. And so like it just <laughs> collapsed, you know?
0: So then uh, we get a final scene of Logan and Scott finding a bunch of other kids in and waking them up and they're all fine somehow like there's even some voice acting of a kid being like hooray as he's like jumping into an ambulance outside and i was like oh my god like these kids are completely mentally fine somehow (laughs) There's like all these cop cars and ambulances outside the x-men are like leading them over there and they're all excited and happy to be alive and beast calls xavier and he's like hey we found the ichiki girl and a number of the other missing kids and they seem fine the human are thwarted and i guess i'm not gonna worry about any of this shit anymore <laughs> and suddenly kick leaps out from the shadows i had watched this twice because i was like where is he coming from it's just the shadows there's nothing really to it. He just okay. was in the shadows. If he if know? he was
2: a ninja with a giant fuck off cyborg wall attached to him, now he's just like a dude and some arms. Yeah, like, I
0: guess he is smaller. He has fewer of his metal accoutrement. Um and Emma leaps in front of Hisako to protect her. Once again, and that's that's when we smash cut to the credits. Emma's dead. Yep, Emma dies. Hisako dies.
1: Kick it. dies. Show All over. The children die.
0: Everybody dies. That's how it ends. That's it's yeah. a three episode show, but I think it's really good.
1: Okay, uh, great. Well, this has been another episode of the Mutant Ages. We'll see you next week when we talk about Emma's tits
0: part two. I hope so. Diamond tits. Diamond diamond nips. Well, this this week we
1: talked about the left tit. Next week we're going to talk about the right tit. And then the week after that, we'll talk about both tits together. That's the show. I'm
2: so glad I showed up. For
0: this, <laughs> one. Um, this is a great episode. Emma's is perfect. I do wish that the voice actor for the English dub had a fake British accent, but that's really my only complaint. I think she's wonderful in every other way.
2: I'm a big, I'm a big Allie Hillis fan. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was willing I was willing to put up with it. And plus, like she um Allie Hillis is the the voice of lightning from Final Fantasy 13 and when I think of personalities that I (laughs) are like yeah that's Emma Frost like lightning is also completely done with everyone's shit and has zero patience I'm like yeah that fits I
0: can see it I can see it that's fun that's a fun little crossover that I didn't I didn't know but I did kind of hear her voice and be like yeah she's doing a great job this could be a person who's been in other things but I didn't I didn't look into it. We are
2: of a Mass Effect 2. Oh, okay. So, you know, this is a character who once said, I'm going to flay you alive with my mind. (laughs) So I I
0: think they picked... Yeah.
2: I think they picked... I think they... You're right. I do kind of wish she had a stupid British accent. But I think if she's not going to have it, they made a reasonable choice.
1: This episode was really short. I mean, they're all short, but I feel like nothing-, nothing
0: really happened. It's a lot of dialogue from Emma. Every line. Perfect. There's
1: a lot of dialogue. And then there's like 10 minutes of fighting. Yeah. I mean, the five, five out of five for Emma's lines. Damn. Yeah.
0: I'm going to give it a five <laughs> out of five yet again. I've really enjoyed all three episodes so far. They've all been fives. And I'm really enjoying this show. I don't. I don't know if it's gonna stay good. I enjoy the animation on
1: this show. Me too. It's fun. I
0: liked Beast's two moments to get to attack where he was like tearing apart the robots with and his
1: bare teeth, guts
0: and glory. I yeah. liked all that, and I liked him leaping on top of Scott and just being like, "Let me flip the switch for you, bud," because you can't fucking do it.
2: Apparently,
0: <laughs> I liked that. Can
2: can you can you give homie a hand, bro? Can you give can you be a good bro for homie, bro?
0: <laughs> That's teamwork, folks. Um. <laughs> And I still like Logan and Scott's weird, will they, won't they? Where Logan is like, well, Scott hates Emma, so I guess I do too. And then by the end of the episode, he's like, I don't know if I can keep doing this, bro. I I feel like she seems fine. (laughs) I, uh, I saw all this unfold. and It doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me. And Scott is like, fine. Well, she could be controlling all your minds. So I still hate her. I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I'm really I'm really digging the show. Well,
2: Scott's a character, so that's nice.
0: Todd, do you want to give it a rating?
2: I don't have to. <laughs> it's your show. <laughs> I, this was my first time watching the dub. Oh! Actually? Uh, so, it was kind of a cool experience yeah. for me. It's very different
1: in the Japanese version.
2: The, I think the dub actors actually do a pretty good job. I do, too. All things do considered.
1: Uh, do you like how in the Japanese version, Todd, Wolverine's voice is like, Crazy
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine is like peak shonen anime rival character. I see, that's what I said. Where he's, oh, you haven't heard that yet. No, no I has. did.
0: We, we, you've heard the first episode where we, we talked about how Logan was Naga the Serpent.
2: <laughs> literally, listening to the episode, Ryan's like, Yeah, Wolverine's voice has kind of like a Naga the Serpent quality, and I almost <laughs> dropped my phone. <laughs> so like, I'm sorry what
0: <laughs> I mean I get what he meant It's anime rival shit it's just you know yeah. The female version Yeah, It's
2: dramatic but like the I just I kept hearing Steve Bloom doing that Ojo-sama of like ho 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 Laugh in my head oh, oh, I was walking oh, home guys I could have died It was rainy <laughs> I'm just I am suing you and this Entire department Okay we need Steve
0: Bloom to do that though, because that sounds really good in my head, and I want to heck? do it. Is he
2: on cameo? Can we get him I to do know. that? I hope so.
1: <laughs> Logan can also wear Naga's outfit, which is to say, yes. like like nothing. It's just like a tiny ass bikini, just
0: a little bikini, but the huge pauldrons and the cape still. Yes, great, great Halloween costume for Logan
2: and the giant, the giant ass sword that she doesn't use because the sight of blood makes her faint. I love that. Logan also faints when he sees blood
1: But I was gonna say instead of the pauldrons He just has like these three giant fucking spikes To symbolize his claws His
2: claws come out of (laughs) his shoulders now instead Okay
0: but wait It's really funny if Jean is Lena Because she's taller than Logan So like that (laughs) As a couple's costume was really cute <laughs> because they're backwards. I feel anyway, like, you know, but his rival would
1: have to be Scott, though, right? Because well, like he needs to yeah. make fun of him all the time, and instead of making fun of her her tits, Logan would be like, "Your eyes are really stupid," you know, like that kind of
2: shit. <laughs> I
0: guess so. I was just thinking of the red hair and going well, with fair. that.
2: Wow, I'm really I'm really enjoying this ride in this van as we drive it <laughs> right
0: off. Wow, well, like- it's <laughs> Amelia. <laughs> Do we want to talk about? Uh, who's that X Men for this week?
1: Sure, it's quick.
2: Who's X Men? I've always, wa- I've
0: always wanted I to do that. I was gonna say Todd, I didn't know you like having your first Who's That X Men? I was kind of hoping that he
2: would do it, and we did not promise <laughs> yeah, that. So
0: we didn't. It was totally unexpected so and so fun.
2: Thank you, bucket list. I can die now.
0: No, sorry, you have to stay alive.
1: We need you. I'm sorry Jesus.
0: I'm sorry Your mission is not yet complete We have more Fox films to get through I,
2: I'm gonna drink that in for a bit Sorry, you have to live
0: Sorry, I'm sorry We gotta watch The Dark Phoenix I'm sorry about it Okay,
2: that you should
1: apologize for Ooh, We may not make it to the end of The Dark Phoenix uh, Wait, so what this- do you
0: mean by that? We may not make it to the end what are you saying?
1: What do you know that we
0: don't? Ryan just says that ominously and then <laughs> is like, so anyway, <laughs> armor. Again, serial killer.
2: Serial killer.
0: The crypt keeper, Ryan Pagella.
2: Okay, well, this is not a good
1: time to mention that on Spotify that I have a slasher mix, but you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ryan, tell us about armor. Okay. Who is the X-Men, Ryan?
1: It's... Quickly. It's Metapod. Uh, So...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... I hate you so much right now.
1: (laughs) I love me. Uh, Okay, it is armor. I tried guys to do this because i you know obviously i read i've read everything that armor's been in
0: and she's a major character on this show so it's worth trying to summarize her backstory right
1: but like also when i go to write these notes i'll like check the wikipedia's okay so the main wikipedia was just like unfinished so i was like great (laughs) (laughs) Great. then i was reading the marvel wiki which like had too much information that was not helpful And also, Mm -hmm. it still didn't make sense, because she was invented during Joss Whedon's run, so therefore, immediately, I'm already like, well, the first half of her fucking story is not going to make any sense to me, because anything Joss Whedon writes makes no fucking sense to me.
0: Okay. (laughs) We're getting spicy already.
1: Uh, well, I mean, it's Joss Whedon. So it's him writing a comic book, which means it's like pretty raw, Joss Whedon. It's not like right. Buffy where there's like a team of writers sitting there like correcting shit. So, mm-hmm. so as we know, her real name is Hisaku Ichiki and her codename is Armor. She appeared in Astonishing X-Men number 4, created by Joss Whedon and John Casty. She has the ability to generate impenetrable psionic exoskeleton body armor. And she also has concussive blasts of energy projection, which I think maybe that happened to her when she punched Kick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I wondered about that It seemed like she had Some type of energy beams As well right.
1: But I mean She also Because of the armor When when it's on Her kaiju right. armor uh, She's got like Superhero strength Reflexes Agility Endurance Stamina Dexterity Durability Like she Yeah Is unstoppable Like her and Fred Could probably And
0: the juggernaut
1: Yeah all three <laughs> of them Together could probably take on a horde of the Thousand as and win.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> I only say this because I was on Instagram Reels the other day, and for some reason, somebody decided to animate, I forget who the fuck it was, just fighting a Thousand Jedi and winning, and I was like, what the hell am I looking at?
0: <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, Hisaku was one of the younger students at the mansion, and she really wanted to become one of the X-Men one day. And at one point, her and her friend Wing were attacked in the halls of the Institute by the alien Ord of Breakworld. Both uh, Hisako and Wing survived the attack, but Wing was injected with the this cure that Ord had created, and his mutant ability and his flight went away. Wing later is inside the danger room, and this is when danger is being revealed to be sentient and trapped in there mm-hmm. and danger doesn't understand people are mutants. And so she coerces Wayne posing as armor, like she's posed as armor to kill himself. So he does, which is fucking grim. Yeah. And then armor and Kitty and some other students also are trapped in here with danger and they have to like fight Wayne's reanimated corpse or whatever. Jeez. And eventually like danger leaves, but you know, leave it to Joss Whedon to turn the danger room into a woman who's been trapped inside like a fucking wall.
0: Yeah. I do. Uh. I do
1: enjoy Danger as a character and I do think it works for Xavier's character to be like, I had this sentient being that I fucking enslaved for years. Whoopsie. Didn't know. Yeah, I think that yeah. checks out, but it's just always gross when I find out that like, you know, it's like Joss who fucking wrote that shit.
0: I mean, it's very Joss Whedon as a plot line though. I to have that. I
1: don't. Understand. a superpowered
0: woman who's enslaved and, and trapped by a man. What was that show that he wrote where like Dollhouse. people were
1: horrors that had their memory wiped and were controlled like robots? I don't even Three
0: seasons of that.
1: Two. It was only two, thank god.
0: I can't. I've never been able to finish that show despite trying multiple times, so I couldn't tell you how many seasons there. Are. I
1: watched it with my ex at the time cuz he really liked it cuz he was a weed friend, so <laughs> Let's
2: be fair. That description probably could have applied to at least one episode of every show he's ever
0: written. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's
1: actually part of the pilot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so Armor is one of the mutants to retain her powers after M-Day. She later finds Blindfold crying in a restroom, and Blindfold has these premonition powers like destiny and blindfolds freaking out saying that she's gonna lose another one and this is during the time that cassandra nova has returned and she's taken control of emma and beast and logan and armor has to fight beast and logan then the, i don't this is where things get so confusing because i don't like i have read this story twice but like and the wikipedia did not help in which order in which Cassandra was trying to transfer herself into Hisako's body by manipulating Emma Frost while also Ord and Danger are also attacking the mansion. I think it's like Mm. happening all at once, but I really cannot remember. And then eventually, Sword just beams them all into a fucking spaceship heading to Breakworld because they're like, yo, there's this big fucking weapon that they have there that's capable of destroying Earth. And I don't know why Sword chose like these five characters to stop like this Apocalypse weapon. Like, I love the X-Men, but this really seems like a call that should have been there for the Avengers like I feel like this is more in their fucking territory mm-hmm. like just fucking send Captain Marvel or Thor Like, right?
0: <laughs> yeah just fly one of those I guys up love
1: there. the X-Men but I don't feel like Logan Beast in Cyclops and Emma and Kitty are the ones that you want to like send to stop like a nuke I don't know. It yeah. just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Anyway, uh, so Hasako winds up also going, and she officially becomes one of the X Men. She wears a Kitty's uniform. I think she still wears Kitty's uniform. I don't think she stopped wearing a new Man X costume. And then Logan and Armor are later captured on purpose because they're trying to like free Cyclops or something. And I think this is around the time where, like, again, I'm trying to fucking piece this together from Wikipedia entries that they found out the Colossus is like also alive. On this ship somewhere, and they're just trying to get inside this place and do like a fucking intel. I don't even know. Like, it's very confusing. <laughs> it is Joss Whedon. It, I mean, this is really saying something that I've read this story twice, and I went to two different Wikipedias trying to piece together this train wreck of a story. To understand. So you
0: don't recommend people read it? Interesting. Okay. Hmm. I really
1: don't, but we're going to have to cover it on the show at some point because it is one of the animated motion comics. Oh. So, I mean, maybe it will help us. I don't know. Yeah, but, maybe like,
0: maybe that'll make it more clear as to what's going on <laughs> yeah, there.
1: because, like, Marvel's like, let me just animate, like, this shit that's happening here. <coughs> but at some point, Kitty is killed in the most vaguest sense of the term. Like, she becomes like Fog or whatever and gets attached to a missile. <laughs> so, um, you know, Logan thinks that Kitty's dead. Hisaki was busy like trying to console him by forcing him to fight and train with her and that's sort of like her whole intro to the x-men and she's been around and we'll talk a little bit about that but she hasn't like been as prominent since that run she just is like one of the many characters there although she did have like a really good uh short story where it was her and logan who gets trapped inside quentin choir's brain who's like harassing them (laughs) that's like Mm -hmm. that's a fun story i recommend that one i have that graphic novel it's a good time uh anyway so during messiah complex some of the x-men launch a preemptive attack against the purifiers hisako joins them and is all impressed by laura eventually she rooms with laura because they she thinks she's fucking cool uh they break i mean she is they break into the washington base of the purifiers but they're Uh, ambushed by the Reavers. I think we talked about this really recently with one of the Reavers. I don't know when we covered it. It might have been like during Donald Pierce or something. Mm -hmm. Pixie teleports them away but actually spreads them out between Washington and the Institute. Oh, it was it was Pixie. It was Pixie. Because we covered yeah, her. During
0: Wolverine and the X-Men, you would have done Pixie's backstory.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So Iceman brings Sasako back to the mansion, but they're attacked by Predator X. We talked about this during Pixie's thing. Uh Armor teams up with Gentle and battles it in the infirmary. Pixie believes that Lori can defeat the monster and teleports the monster and the entire team to battle the between the marauders and the X-Men on We are Island. I don't know why. In the X-Men universe whenever it's time to have A giant battle they're like let's just take it over on over To Muir Island like I feel like this happens All the fucking time
0: It does it definitely does I don't know why because
2: renting the Astrodome Is expensive
1: And besides, Mara's busy resetting the island with her fucking lifespan anyway. So. Yeah,
0: maybe Mara is forcing them all over there because she just likes who watching. Who the fuck
1: knows? <laughs> uh, Hasaku then becomes a full-time member of the X-Men when she's living in San Francisco. There is, like, another story, the Ghost Box story. Is that Warren Ellis who wrote that? That's another one I don't recommend. That's also in that era of shit that, like, makes no fucking sense. It is
0: Warren Ellis, by the way. I just looked it up.
1: It was fun in the sense that, like, Forge was going crazy, but, like i don't even know all i want to mention is that at some point they're fighting a dude who fights lasers and it goes through armor's armor and she's like why is that happening i truly don't
2: remember if that's ever explained she does explain it okay yeah it's because if she if she didn't let light through the armor you wouldn't be able to see her (laughs) that makes sense i just could not remember i mean of all of the reasons you could give for being weak to lasers like that's reasonable enough that's true
0: sure why not? I guess she needs to be weak to something. So later on,
1: Danger joins the X-Men, as we know, and Armor confronts her about Wing's death. They kind of face off, but Armor eventually realizes that Danger does feel guilty about what happened. And Danger's just, she doesn't understand life or death or mutants. And so she's like, let me teach you about what they are, which I don't know if I would do that. I feel like if somebody killed my best friend, I would probably hate that person forever. I don't think I'd forgive them be like, sorry, I don't you accidentally murdered my friend in cold blood because you didn't know what murder was is like not something that would float with me personally but anyway during training with Wolverine Armor's exoskeleton enlarges to mammoth size shortly after she's informed that her mother and brother has died Emma Scott and Logan accompany her to Japan for a funeral and attempts to reconnect with her distant father this is when she starts getting like her kaiju powers which they're pulling up in this show yeah Uh, after Logan and Scott have their schism breakup in bed Armour goes with Logan back to New York to rebuild the school when Logan quote unquote dies which was the stupidest fucking thing? We had to deal with fucking old man Logan for like two years. Yep. Why did we do that? Uh, <laughs> she grieves him like family and uses danger, like the Danger Room, to fight simulations of his villains, which is kind of funny. So it's just like her fighting fake saber old tooth Logan's all the time.
0: Exes? Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> I That's funny.
1: I, listen, spoilers from NHS, the comic book. I ain't going to put up with that shit.
0: Honestly, what better way to memorialize yeah. Logan than to fight all of his exes in the danger uh, yeah, right? room for all okay. time. I mean, that's Makes sense all to he me. does.
1: Uh, Armor was one of the many students who uh, opposed X-Men from remaking the world in his image. And then in his like age of X-Men universe, Armor is one of the students at the Summers Institute for Higher Learning in the civil management division. And so she's basically tracking down other mutants that are not following the the godlike scriptures of x-man and like turning them in that's one of the things she's doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, that was another weird one i don't know if i recommend it or don't recommend it It kind of age of x-man yeah it
0: doesn't actually it's very matter. weird
1: it's very weird it doesn't <laughs> well, matter it's
0: all it's all just like outside of it's canon. like it's in like another
1: a- reality where they like are brainwashed and fucking x-man's like all right Nobody can have sex in this universe because, like, we don't need that kind of love, and everyone keeps fucking. And he's like, God damn it, I have to keep oh. resetting everything because you guys keep <laughs> fucking.
2: This is the comic you had me read where yes. um, Betsy and Fred are a couple.
0: Yeah, where Fred actually like has an okay storyline because Leah um, Williams wrote those, right? Well, or- the, that yeah.
1: portion of it. Although,
2: I vaguely remember that. Some of
1: the stuff stuck around after that. Like, for yeah. example, that yeah. version of Fred is the one that has continued to exist in Krakoa. So that's mm-hmm. been pretty cool. Finally, Hisaku now resides in Krakoa, where she assists in rescuing mutants. She's been alongside, like, the new mutants in a couple of comics. Maddie, I know you've read those. Yeah, uh, She was one of the people that, like, helped rescue Cosmar from the I think it's Cosmar not Cosmar
0: yeah Cosmar Cosmar well, I mean who knows uh, comics. Yeah, it's comics <laughs> like but I in my head I pronounce it Cosmar I think it's from <laughs> so. a fake
1: country too so whatever um and at one point she tracks down Beacon Angel from Grant Morrison's new X-Men but a bunch of anti-mutant mercenaries follow them and hold Beacon Angel's kids to negotiate for Krakow medicine and she helped fight with that and then most recently she was recruited into the newly established sword, which I think I'm two months behind, but I'm pretty sure swords like dead now because fucking Abigail brand and beast are both busy being super villains. So like, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, there was a great fucking comment. in one of the most recent comics I read. And by most recent, it was like two months ago. I'm two months behind everybody. So is Maddie. We're like, we exist on like a different timeline from everybody reading these comics. And, uh, fucking mr sinister walks up to dark beast and dark beast is like let me out let me out And mr sinister is like oh you'll be disappointed because you're not even the worst beast anymore <laughs>
0: <laughs> dark beast is like not even anything compared to regular beast these I, days you know,
1: pretty much pretty much but step it
0: up dark beast
1: <laughs> but yeah that's armor for you i did my best i think i got you all know the key what? points you did
0: fine i how much do people <laughs> really need sorry. to remember of a joss whedon run it's
1: so, <laughs> shit is so confusing all the time. And I know that's his dig. Like I know that joss Whedon likes to think that he's being clever by writing really confusing plots and being like, ha, it's twisty and plot twist. I'm like, yeah, except they don't make any sense, Joss. You're just fucking writing random shit like Family Guy does. So <laughs> that's yeah. a good
2: turn.
0: <laughs> All right, cool. Um, well, we gotta talk about who's gay, I guess. The X Nobody.
1: Kick. You're not gonna say Logan? <laughs> no, it is Logan and Scott. I just really I'm wanted still to scream. Shipping kick. Them. I'm sorry. They're not.
0: They're not as gay as I would prefer them to be on this show. Where we're, you know, we're adding in a lot of it, but I'm shipping them anyway. I'm having a good time. Ryan, do you have any comments to make about Logan before we do plugs and and abandon our episode?
1: Uh, I liked that Logan. Or uh, sorry, no. I liked that Scott held Logan's hand
2: when he was about <laughs> to claw
1: Emma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Todd, do you have anything bad?
2: I thought there was a little bit of tension between Aurora and Emma in kind of Ooh. like a two main girls talking Ooh. to each other way. Wow, what just I just, I loved that moment where like, Emma's just like, well, I'm glad to see uh, that not all of the X-Men have gone around the bend. And Aurora's response is just like, bitch, answer the question. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't gay on the level of Scott and. Logan's will they won't they stuff But there Mm -hmm.
0: was kind of like a I bet you They kiss later
1: I like it I mean Emma has to be hooked up with somebody That's gay because everyone else on the show Is a man
0: yeah and all the other men are Sleeping with each other I mean the only person That Beast has any tension with is also Logan (laughs) And Cyclops and Logan are both still nursing Their their grief over Jean In theory but also that just means they're Obsessed with each other
1: they're also Nursing each other's (laughs) dicks
2: With their mouths Absolutely, and hisaka like fifteen, so don't even think about it.
0: Yeah, no. exactly. And uh, meanwhile, Kick still seems obsessed with Logan as yeah, well. Logan and Kick are
1: ex boyfriends. That's what's happening that there. Because like it
0: kind of seems like Kick is not an ex per se, but yeah. but like somebody who had a crush on Logan, and Logan is like, I don't know, I'm not into you, and Kick is like still obsessed with him. Like that's kind of
1: <laughs> he's like, you didn't like my dick now? Well, how about my robot dick? And he's like, you're glued to a wall. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I also think that sublime is a similarly homoerotic villain. I don't really have like a way to prove that that's the case, but I
1: I mean, it's anime.
0: So like everybody's a little bit homoerotic. That's just how it is. I mean, there's a part where Cyclops
1: grabs Logan by the collar and they look like they're about to make out and they're like, remember Jean? And I'm like, what the (laughs) hell? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm having a good time watching it. I, I like this collection of characters. I like all the sniping at each other that they do. Again, there's not very much plot, it's just sniping at each other all the time and I'm enjoying that.
1: Yeah, it's very sassy. I feel like there's like a burn book floating around in this universe <laughs> somewhere. <laughs>
0: definitely has a burn book she has had a year to get mad at these people and she is so (laughs) she's got like a
1: burn blog where she's just posting about the x-men all day being like look at these stupid bitches here's
0: some other people i saved today where are the x-men who fucking knows i'm out here solving everything again um that's her she was so
2: angry she was so angry You can't blame her, though. I don't know. Part of me feels like Emma called them during that time. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. pick up the pick phone. Up. Up. I know you're there. And Xavier's
0: like, <laughs> nobody's here. No, nobody's home. Yeah, no,
2: Xavier literally <laughs> picks up the
1: phone. He's like, sorry, nobody's here right now. This is the answering machine. And I was like, I know it's you, Xavier. He's like, Beep. I can't hear you. My, <laughs> my my guns are going off at the front yard. I, goodbye.
0: <laughs> oh, man. All right. Did we do it? plugs i think so newtonages.com this is a website that we have <laughs> uh, it's got an email address. okay good talk <laughs> see you next week and like at gmail.com. It. <laughs> uh, it's got a link to our discord server it's got our voicemail number which is 1508-319-1668 it's got our po box address which is P.O. Box 3344 Natick, Massachusetts 01760. You can follow us on every single social media platform. We're the Mutant Age is on all of them and we're individually on there. I'm at Mitty Myers on all the social media platforms that I have. And what about you, Ryan?
1: Uh, I am Ryan Pagella on Twitter and Ryan Pagella on Instagram. You can also find me on Twitch at Ryan Pajella. Still trying to play Midnight Suns, although it's been a while, so that's my hot thing. Todd, where are you?
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, I, I, why did I shut down when you asked me that question? But you always do. You always
0: do. Todd doesn't want you to find him. Todd doesn't want you to find
1: him. Wait, hold on. We need to reboot Todd. Unplug him and plug him back in again. Let's yeah. see.
2: How... <laughs> Error. Please restart. Warning. Your gay has new (laughs) updates to install.
0: How can I get gayer? 30%. (laughs) 32%.
2: Don't find me.
0: Um, Twitter,
2: Dr. Todd Harper, fuck around and find out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, We we also have ways you can financially support us. We've got a t-shirt store, a teespring. That's right. And we've got a patreon patreon.com slash the mutant ages uh we have bonus episodes over there i'm gonna i'm gonna harangue ryan into recording a black panther 2 episode with me because i just watched that two days ago and uh we've got a whole backlog of bonus ups todd is even on some of them there's a hawkeye one that todd is on and there's uh one about rupaul's drag race that i don't know if ryan ever actually uploaded it's, a, it's but... on, there. <laughs> <laughs> that Jesus. on there i don't know all right i don't know I was I was leaving the door open in case you hadn't actually put it I right,
1: know it's up there I know that I don't post on social media like 24-7 But I do post the things I need to go on Patreon
0: Okay, fair enough And <laughs> our highest tier Patreon supporters Get a shout out on the show
1: Uh, Yeah, shout out to I don't even have a voice for this week again Like I feel like we haven't had fun vo- Well, I guess I could do kick Hold on Uh, Wait, hold on I don't even know what I'm gonna do. He's
0: really hard to do. I don't. I didn't try to imitate him at all. I, well, I'm just thinking about what he would even say. He's like. I have the mutant organs harvested from Samuel B. Soren B. and Zachas. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> <is going laughs> I'm gonna be glued to a wall. <laughs> okay, well, give those back, please. Because <laughs> we need to get those guys out of the pods. Because uh- what just happened? Also,
1: thank you for being our top here patron <laughs> <featured> subscribers.
0: <laughs> Why Jesus do I sound right. like the
1: crane?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Tosh um, is like silent. Uh, if you can't Toss afford no to support it, my the mouth call. is
2: open, but there's no sound. That's what's mm-hmm, happening. Mm-hmm,
1: the dialogue mm-hmm. is coming out of your mouth right now. Got it.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, if you can't afford to support the show, <laughs> but for some reason you still want to support it, uh, I would recommend leaving us a review on the podcast <laughs> app of your choice. Or sharing the show on your personal social media.
2: I just want to say, Soren B., you are in my thoughts. Because (laughs) I was playing Fire Emblem, and I made a bond ring for Ike, who has a friend named Soren. And they come with ranks, and I literally got the ring, Soren B.,
0: Whoa. And I wanted
2: to get a screenshot of it to post it in the Discord, and then I didn't do it because I'm terrible. So I'm sorry. But you were in my thoughts, top-tier supporter.
1: Wait, did somebody? Did two gay men get married in the Fire Emblem? Is that what you're telling
0: me? <laughs> what the? <laughs> is, is Ike and Soren's B-rank getting married, Todd? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, they're,
2: wait. Okay. Legit, wait, 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 wait. legit though, those two are kinda gay for each other if you Google it. I don't just know. Saying. I don't know
0: anything about Ike and Soren. Alright, I don't know. Well, you don't said know. something about a ring
1: and these two men.
0: I mean, there's there's a lot of rings in Fire Emblem Engage. Everybody's got rings all the That's time. True. It's not Get just it. a gay thing. Engagement what rings. That's Engagement what engage. Rings. Engage.
1: Thank you. Ike should take his shirt off more often. Whatever.
0: Okay. What? Uh we'll see you, <laughs> <next time. laughs> see you next time. See you next time! See you next time i yeah. yeah.